educate your passion. What is it? What is it that you want? What is it that you feel attracted to? Educate your passion. Find what you love. Don't give up on the things you want in the long game for the things you want right now. Yeah. So when I say what's your passion, you're like, I just want to get rich tomorrow. I want to have a house. Cool. Yeah, well. That's not sustainable. So, are we recording? What up, everybody? (laughs) We are back, and we are not live today, but welcome to the show, guys. Welcome to Talk Hard Podcast. My name is Marty Norman. (laughs) And I'm Brian Gordon. Yes, he is. Today, (laughs) tomorrow, and yesterday, this is Brian Gordon, the man, the myth, and the the legend in here. That's all that matters. It does. I will always be a legend in my own mind. Let's not forget that. People want to look at that and talk about how, you know, we talk about pride and ego. Uh Just a real quick base. Pride and ego can be amazing for you. Yes. I, I and many like me cannot get out of bed if they don't have some level of pride. The, you know? the silly thing is, is like it, it becomes a biblical thing for a lot of people. Like pride cometh before the fall. In, and there's Christ, a, no, it says cometh before the fall. There's a big That's difference. That's funny. I don't care who you are. There's just a big <laughs> difference between like boasting your pride and being proud of yourself. And people misconstrue the two, and that's why I just kind of giggle every time somebody says that, because I'm not just running around acting like I'm better than you. That's not where my pride comes from. I'm proud of myself because of what I've overcome, and I have every right to be there, because if you have overcome anything of adversity, you should be proud of yourself, and you should not be shamed by it. You, right now, you know who you are. Do not let those people tell you that you shouldn't have pride in the things that you did. Take some sort of pride. Because uh, I like to call it hashtag humble pride. Love you it. know, be humble, but take some pride in the things that you're doing. You're getting up early. You're staying late. Work's been crazy lately. Things have been super busy. And we were in a situation. People had called off and things were still needing to get done. And I'm a salaried employee. Yeah. And yet I still work 12 hours. You're like, nah. I was I, like, that. it doesn't matter if I'm not getting paid. That's not why I do it. Exactly. I do it because I'm adding value to that place. So when the time comes... When we need to discuss a raise, everything's on my side, <laughs> right? Yeah. I've already shown my value, so you, we don't even, it's not even a discussion. It's this is what I feel like I'm worth. Now you can rebut it if you want to, but most of the time they don't because they see the value. Anybody in my circle, any of my employees, you know, what, what I look at is are you, are you doing more than what's asked of you? You know, because those are the ones that are going to make it. Those and expecting are ones, nothing in return. Yeah, ambition, man. Don't overlook ambition. Ambition is a wonderful trait that a lot of people lack. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and a lot of people are too ambitious. That's a problem too. Oh yeah, you know that is a, that is an issue too. for sure. Uh, but yeah, when you look at something, you look at, you look at somebody's work history, you look at how much, how much bad value they add to you. And, and really, when you, I look at my friendships, I do the same thing, bro. Yep. You know, if you're, if you're constantly dragging me down, you're not going to be in my life very long. Don't have period. time for it. I've cut off family members for it. Absolutely. I don't have time for it. Me too. Me too. Let's get into the show. Let's get well, into the show. Cause this has nothing about... to do. No, it does. No, it doesn't. It does. Cause All we're right. adding value. So, All right, adding value. so the British are coming. Um, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Paul Revere. Yeah. See, I know my history. I'm sorry. I meant to say the recession is, oh, is actually the recession here. Is coming. The, the recession, recession is, is, is definitely coming. And personally, I am super excited. What? Who ne- the hell would say that about a recession? I have never been so, cause this is like a, this is the recession that probably will never happen again in, in my lifetime. 
And what people need to understand is the opportunity that lies in recession. Let's, Most millionaires are made during a bear market, which is a recession. So yeah. the longer and deeper that it goes, the more opportunity, the more money you can make. So we you play your cards right starting now, you can make a lot of money Let's and set start. yourself up very well. So what you're saying is the exact opposite of what the, the corporate mass media <laughs> of course. is. is they're, what they're, well, what, do I, what I'm noticing, and I don't notice a lot because I don't pay attention, but what I'm noticing is they're, they're this is their new fear mongering. Yep. This is the new way to bring fear upon the, among the masses uh, to scare you guys, but uh, to scare people in order to do, to, to push their agenda, whatever it may be. Right. What? So the recession, so the recession, recession is coming because we can look at inflation mm-hmm. and determine that these, this is what inflation does prior to a recession. So, so all the, all the people, all the, yeah, all the people yeah. in the world who know what the hell they're talking about, economists, uh, people in markets, people that understand the market, people yep. that understand the inflation, they're saying it's going to happen. It's inevitable. And well, here's the thing. The, the, the media is trying to twist it because they're trying to – most people in America are going to blame the president. And while <laughs> some of the decisions that have been made are not the best – I am going to be the one right here, right now, and stand up and say it is not the president's fault because we... I, I may say the different... Uh, we off, accepted opposite. the money. I may. And we did poorly with it. They inflated the market, and we said, okay, cool. Let's get lazy. Let's get stupid. Let's go ahead and live off this, and let's make it worse. Like, we made that decision as Americans. Now, people like myself did differently. I was willing to give back. I was willing to give back to the community. The, the purpose for the money was to rebuild. Mm. And what a lot of people did was just went and did dumb crap with it. And bought a flat screen. Right. They didn't do anything <laughs> to rebuild. <laughs> they right? bought a flat screen, went on vacation. They went and put their $600 down at that buy anywhere cash now for cars kind of a thing. And now they can't afford it. Yeah. And then everything kept rising because demand got real high. I want to talk about, I want to talk about this this. This in this recession is going to be different than any recession in our lifetime. One, 100%. one because the last recession in two thousand seven yeah, started in two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the last recession we had a huge government bailout. Yep. That's huge. Yep. But you know, looking back on it, like oh, we're just gonna pick some companies and dump billions of dollars into them we're going to print money at the treasury now that's what kind of started this gonna, one also with the ppp so loans i think so and too. a bunch of those crooked people going i need it when you really didn't so we we as uh you know we're going to print a bunch of money mm-hmm. print a bunch of money that's not backed by any gold standard or any anything this is not backed by nothing print billions of dollars and just dump it into the economy into certain certain companies by so the way in the basic form we took a credit from the fed which is not actually the Fed. It's just the Federal Reserve. That's it's just called Federal It's just Reserve. called the Fed. So we, we have a centralized bank system, and we took credit and said, this is what we need, and we need your help to bail it out, similar to 2008. But they did it because of a COVID fear. And once we all realized that that wasn't actually destroying the world, lots of people died. It's an extremely sad thing. I'm not discrediting that. I'm just saying money doesn't fix things. A lot of less people than you think. So the biggest problem saying. with the 2008 recession. Now, a lot of people so here, made good money there. But here's what I'm saying, too, is this one's going to be different because yep. the bailouts are not going to be there. We don't have we, it. We, we do not have that. that that's not going to happen this nope. time. It, it's broke. It's We can't do it anymore. It's inflated beyond. It's higher than it's ever been. Money is deflated or inflated higher than it's ever been. Right. So you can't do it anymore. So this recession is not going to get any bailouts. It's going to be. It's going to be down to. We're going to give you a three-step process. Basically. Absolutely. We're going to give you a three-step process and how to prepare 
the inflation is now to how to prepare for the recession if you are so inclined. And I hope that everybody is excited as I am. And if you're not excited at the end of this, please reach out and I'll give you a little bit more of excitement about this and Isn't why. Isn't it crazy? Like smart people are like <laughs> excited about recession. But no, listen, here's the, there is going to be some tragedy For atta- sure. attached to this. There's, there's, there's people going to lose businesses and lose mm-hmm. homes and lose jobs and, yep. and, and, and struggle to put food on the table. And you know, the gas prices are gouged and you know, all this other stuff. So it's going to be, there's going to, for the, for the ill-prepared, this is going to be really rough for you guys. Yep. And for the people that are going to start today, today, hopefully you started months ago, yep. but the people that start today, you are going to be able to come out and look at this recession as a good thing, as a positive thing. It's, it's mindset. Well, here's the it's biggest mindset. problem. You've got to look at it because what's going to happen is these businesses are going to crash Housing's going to plummet. Everything's going to, you know, and it's going to get deeper and deeper. Uh-huh. And if those of you who are in stocks and own own stocks, you're going to want to sell your stocks. That's a stupid move. Don't do it. Nope, it's a the, long game. The, uh, thank you. The market is going to ride itself. You got to prepare. You got to look at the long game. Yep. Exactly. It's always a long game. You don't. If you're looking for quick and easy money, good luck. Your life is going to suck. That's suck. just the bottom line. That's just how it works. Period. Even when you look at like, well, what about the people that won the lotto? Most of them go broke because they don't know what to do once they got that easy money. They, they go didn't broke. prepare for that and they go broke because they didn't stop and go, okay, now what? They just went on a rampage like it's easy money. They didn't look at the, the bottom line and how we break this down, spread this out, do all these things. And so the coolest thing about all this is it's basically a dollar cost per average. Like what your dollar is valued at right now. And then what happens if you save your dollar right now and you wait for the market to come down, your dollar has now gone up in value 30 to 80 or more percent because you still hold that money and you can now use that money to buy things that are going to come up on a rise, such as houses, such as stocks, such as, but it's a long game. You can't buy it, sell it a year later and hope for the best. You can can look at it. You can look at stocks, right? Mm -hmm. And I strongly advise you to look at stocks. You can look at houses. You can look at, um, corporations you can look at businesses even because business you know in anything you could buy a whole business when this happens if you're prepared enough primarily because most of the people that'll get out were people that were just holding on because they really didn't have anything else to do and so when a recession hits them they're like i'm just over it i didn't really have to do this and that's where opportunity lies i found out about this because i don't go home every night and just watch netflix My wife makes fun of me because she'll like, I'll come in and she'll start cooking and she's like, so you're going to throw on YouTube. Yep. And I'm going to dive deep down the hole of all of some of the best financial traders and people that really understand the economy as a whole. Yeah. Like Ray Dalio, who was one of the best world traders ever. I mean, the guy could literally twist countries markets. He had that much knowledge. And so I've read his books and dove into videos that where he speaks about these things and for me, I'm like, that's where the opportunity lies. So let's break it down before we get too far ahead. What's number one? Before we get to number one, okay. um, I want to say this. Before you go in, and you guys should start this immediately, before we get into step number one, number one thing you should do before you get into step number one is to start saving your emergency fund. Mm-hmm. Right? You're, if you're emergency, I would save an emer- emergency fund is for your bills. It's for your food. It's for your day-to-day uh, activity. So you need to start saving for that for at least six months. Everybody should have already been doing this. No so one's besides, doing it. Besides the recession, you should always have a six-month 
nest egg. No one's doing that it. Will cover your. No bills. one's doing it, Brian. God forbid you break your leg and you can't actually get to work, no matter what kind of job you have. No one's doing have it, Brian. To do that, you got to buy you flat can't screens. Trust Affleck ducks and people to bail you out. Like Wait, you man, sh- Affleck's not real. <laughs> Should it I is. invest in Affleck? It is, but I'm just saying you can't just depend on that. <laughs> like it's not as easy as they make it sound on the commercial. I know people that have it. All right, so step number one is first and foremost. I, I don't know if I should reverse these steps a little bit because Whatever I think I think, think the step number one that needs to be said is first off, look at how you're living. Yep. Live below your. All right, step number one: live below your means and save every dollar. So what does that mean? You tell me. Okay. So living below your means is to, uh, simple things. You can carpool to work. Hmm. You can stop buying dumb crap. I have become, I've, I've realized that I love things and the idea of things more than the actual owning the things. Right. Like I buy stuff just to buy it. I've got multiple things in my closet over the past five years that I haven't touched because I just wanted to buy something. I have 47 pairs of shoes. So I've learned to reevaluate. And when I think about spending that, I stop and I think, will I actually use it? Do I really need it? And when will I use it? And what will I do with it? And can I not borrow it or find another way? And then I take that money, I throw it in a savings account. Well, here, right here. So that right there, like, I'm, I'm not saying if you got it and you want to spend it six months ago, a year ago, absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. You, want to, you, want, you, want every, you want every color of Yeezys? By golly, that's your, that's your deal, right? Sure. I have a pair of black ones on right now. <laughs> anyway. Converse, uh, <laughs> $39. I'm not saying the price. <laughs> but, um, but right now, as of today, stop doing that. You have to. You got to look at your life. First off, like he just said, look at your life. Do I need this? Should I downgrade my house? Am, am I in an apartment? Am I a th- in a three-bedroom apartment? I'm paying way too much money for and all I need is one bedroom or a bedroom and a half. Okay? Downgrade. Save money that way. If you, are, you, are you going out to eat two nights a week? Right. Stop that. You can have just as much fun at home. Like, bring the restaurant to your home. Start learning how to cook better. Start learning how to have more fun. Start learning how to do things that don't involve spending money that's that's not how it works you're you're in love with the journey and i get that but you can have the same journey without it costing you three times the money and right now you know people are like oh well then you're gonna hurt the waitresses and the waiters that's not true that's not my problem that's that's and again that's not true they it's, should be there's saving still money plenty too. of people that aren't gonna hear this and don't care about it and there's still plenty of they people that are just gonna go waste money their money too. they should yes so step number one is save every dollar cash will be king in this great recession that we're getting ready to see cash will be king liquid assets will be king why will liquid assets now cash is king don't pull out a second mortgage on your house because you want to invest in stocks don't put yourself at a high risk yeah because you think you're gonna again this is people expecting easy money what you actually have available start watching the market crypto is always going to do its thing it is its own currency at this point in time so while it's down right now i'm super excited because i'm buying more of it everybody is selling like Idiots. they're panicked. Idiots. Because that's, they can't ride the long game. I'm not going to touch my crypto till I'm 80. Rule rule of a uh, rule of thumb. Don't panic right now. Don't Definitely. panic when you have stock, when you have markets, when you have crypto. I, I don't know a lot about crypto. I'm not going to pretend to. But when you have all these things and you're watching it plummet and you're, you're going to see it really plummet, do not sell at a loss. No, Ever. you then reevaluate when you see something dropping, buy more. Yeah. Because it's going to come back up. They almost all do. 90% of solid stocks come back up. So, 
Cash is king, and this is why. Because when this market crashes, mm-hmm. you're going to want to have a lot of liquid assets to be able to purchase a business, to be able to buy stocks, to be able to buy houses, to be able to buy corporations, to be able to buy whatever it is, right? You're going to want, if you're wanting to invest, that will be the time. And if you don't have money saved up, you're going to lose your opportunity. You're going to yeah. miss it. And I'm not going to be the financial advisor because I don't want people to come back and say I gave them the ill advice. I'm not a financial advisor. Oh, yeah, advisor. Let, let's say this real quick. Like, this is not <laughs> we don't financial know shit, advice. Okay? okay? Don't listen to us if you don't want to. But there are, you can you can now, through different trading companies, you can actually buy percentages of stocks. So if the stock is $130, you can buy a percentage of it for 8 bucks. Yeah. Like, they've now broken it down to make investing easier and less risky, and they get more people in these group funds to be able to do that. So... Just start doing research right now. If you let's, dive let's into it. it. Uh, I want that to be uh, step number two. Okay. So basically, s- step number two. Step no- number two is educate your passion. What is it? What is it that you want? What is it that you feel attracted to? Educate your passion. Find what you love and educate yourself completely. Immerse yourself in that business. And okay, just to so clarify what that So if it's a business or, or market or housing Educate yourself. So to clarify what that means, don't give up on the things you want in the long game for the things you want right now. Yeah. So when I say, what's your passion? You're like, I just want to get rich tomorrow. I want to have a house. Cool. Uh, well. That's not sustainable. Yeah. Everybody wants that. You're not alone in that. What do you really want? Because what you'll realize later is stability, freedom, financial freedom, mental health. Like you'd be amazed at how good it feels mentally when you know you just have a nest egg, when you're not held captive by somebody, when if you have one of those boss, bosses that's a jerk, you can be like, I got to go. Screw you. Well, like what, I guess what I mean by live better. What I mean by on a step number 2 is educate your passion. I mean your finance for your financial freedom. Like uh, like Jess, she has a strong passion and attraction for houses. She wants to she's constantly looking at houses and and here's here is the thing about when you find what you're attracted to, what your passion is, mm-hmm. whether it be recovery, whether it be houses, whether it be stock markets. And so which stock markets, which businesses are you obsessed with that business? Have you looked at that business? But when you find that, like, oh, you got to become obsessed with it. No, you for sure. But what obsessed. I mean is don't, don't be, when people say that, you know, I have a passion and they want it to come now. Yeah, yeah. I know somebody that, 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 that has moved because of something their kid wanted. And when they got here, the kid didn't want that anymore. <laughs> All right. I'm like, because okay. people change. So you can't make decisions based on tomorrow. You have to make decisions based on what does 10 years from now look like? That's where real decisions are made. Most people want the quick buck. They want the quick turn. They want the quick result. And while that's great, we all want instant gratification. It's not sustainable right. because you're constantly chasing the next. And then you don't know where you are when you turn around later. You've got to look at the long game and all of this right now. And the purpose for that is when you're driven by something that is just in reach, but almost seems too far, you, you keep going. And that's going to be the biggest thing during this recession. Keep going. This country Don't has panic. seen multiple recessions. This is not the first. And while they're going to scare you and say it's the worst, and it is, it's the best. Because in the worst is the other side of things, which means it's the best opportunity to turn your whole entire life around without having to nearly do as much. Honestly, right now is the time to prepare, but you have to prepare mentally. That's my biggest thing with this recession is 
the last massive recession that we could probably say is going to be close to this one. I know I'm being predictive right now, but we're talking about the, the crash of the 1920s. That okay. was bad. People were committing suicide. Now, back then, that meant like the steel mill was going out, and that meant like there, was, there wasn't as many jobs available. There wasn't as many ways to make money. So those people got suicidal because they'd never seen anything well, like you that couldn't, before. You couldn't work the stock. You couldn't work the markets back then. You didn't have And they the didn't internet. have access to information yeah, like have, we do. Yes, exactly. Totally but at different. the same time, that's super dangerous because people are now going to panic way more because all this negative energy is coming at them, and you've got to hold your ground. You got to understand you're fine. Everything's fine. I'm okay with losing everything and going to live with my mom and dad at 42 years old. I really don't care because it's a temporary thing. And when I come out of the backside of it, I'll be even better than I was. And that's the mindset you have to be in. You have to be willing to downgrade. And if you got, if you, you, if you did step number one, you saved every dollar when this hit and you got a mortgage that's X amount and you got a car payment, be okay and willing to lose that. Mm Mm-hmm. Instead of losing what you're getting ready, because you're getting ready to invest in a company, you're getting ready to buy houses, you're getting ready to do this for the long game. Yeah, right. So be willing to lose what you have in order to get what you got for the long come. That's that's how I feel. Like I I I'm willing to move into a one bedroom apartment. Do what you have to do so you can do what you want to do. Absolutely. My biggest thing was wanting to bring this up, and why we've done more research on this topic than any other one is, I'm afraid for the mental health. Because we're already having a mental health crisis specifically in this country. I do believe it's worldwide, but I know that America is the worst, and it scares me for but, people out there. And this this is kind of the, the main reason why we're doing mm-hmm. the show is, one, to help you listen to our three-step process. I haven't got that to step three yet, but yeah. the, one, to help you listen to our three-step process so that you can see the opportunities in this recession that yep. they're trying to fear you into being scared and hide in your basement and and take these shots and, <laughs> and do this and do that. And, and you know, do, uh, we're trying to show give you a different perspective. This could be an amazing opportunity for you to grow and to build yourself for the rest of your life. Step number three is be willing to do what others won't. Absolutely. Be willing to take chances. Be willing to invest in something that is crashing and you don't see. Now, when I say be willing to invest in a business or willing to invest in a market or willing to invest in homes and this and that, especially a business or the market, I advise you strongly to look at that company. Hopefully it's a company or stocks or, or whatever. Hopefully it's been around for at least... 10 years, maybe, hopefully. And what you do is you look at that and what they did in the last recession, how they, how they, how they climbed out of it. Did they climb? What does their pivot look like? Right. And we've all seen the pivot happen. Yes. We saw when, when the coronavirus hit and all the, the car markets and all these things were happening and they pivoted. What did they do? Yes. Yes. We had alcohol companies making hand sanitizer. Like there was a pivot happening everywhere Yeah. and it's possible in every business. So you got to look at the business and watch the pivot. But I strongly invest in people. I strongly suggest that people invest in things that they are passionate about, not just things that they're going to make easy money on, because there are tons of things to invest in out there. And the more you believe in it, the more you're going to dive into the research, the more you're going to be confident about pulling that trigger, the more you're going to be obsessed with it. And the more you get obsessed with it, the more you get excited about it. Now, again, it's going to be like a roller coaster. When it's fun, you want to scream and enjoy yourself. When it's not, you want to throw up kind of a thing. You just got to ride the roller coaster. Every second of the roller coaster. I hate roller coasters. It's scary, man. But I tell you, if you go through this recession with the right mindset, 
you were literally going to shove all of that over that time into the unconscious and it's going to become your new reality. That's what this is really going to do for people that really listen and dive in. If you want to know how to twist your framework, dive deep into the negativity and get comfortable there and see the positive outcome that's coming with it, it'll change your life forever. I live by a, I live by a, a, a mantra, if you will. Like there's a positive in every negative thing in your Guaranteed. life. Even the worst tragic things that could happen to somebody, you can, if you look hard enough and you look deep enough, you can find the positive side of that. And it, my whole thing is you can either focus on the good or the bad. You got two choices. There, there is no in between. You got two choices. You could focus on the negative, tragic, horrible thing that just happened to you, or you can seek and find mm-hmm. the positive, and then you could hyper focus on that, and you can have you can watch something grow amazing out of it. You so, know, collateral beauty is a is something that 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 punched me in the face a few years ago, and that's basically a, a, a tragic thing happening and mm-hmm. finding something beautiful. Like there's a lot of things, a lot of people die in tragic ways, and then there's foundations and all kinds of great things that happen in that person's name, and because of that person dying, that helps thousands and thousands of people. You know, so there's, that's collateral beauty. Well, the reality of it is, people die. Yeah, there's nothing we can do about it. I'm going. To, I'm dying right now, technically. <laughs> technically. Like, it's I, going I, to happen. It's we can't live forever. So no one gets out of life focus alive. Focus on the fact that it happened and focus on what they still like. I don't want people to. I don't. I'm not going to have a funeral like that. Yeah. Light me on fire. Pull out what you think are my ashes. Go throw them in a bunch of really high octane gas tanks or something, and go cruise down the freeway and enjoy yourself and have a party i really want this said right now on air that when i die i want a viking death a a viking funeral i want to be put on the big platform and lit on fire and then my ass you know go up into heaven and i want a big party and and, you know drinking from the the horns you know okay Valhalla. i will go i will fly to Valhalla. okay Vikings are I'm, great. I'm from Scandinavia, so it's kind of a thing. Okay. Yeah. So with this. <laughs> that was what like a left hand turn. What just happened? Marty ran all the way out of blinker fluid. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and, I want and, Chris Corn on the Cob to shoot a flaming arrow yep. into my, and light it on fire. Okay. We can make that happen. I'm setting sh- a reminder right now. <laughs> I love it. So the, the biggest thing in this, this whole entire topic, and, and if you want to know more, this, this goes back into our other podcast and i want you to go back and listen to them the way you wake up every day sets the tone for your entire life amen so if you wake up with purpose i'm going to learn something new today you don't have to figure everything out that's not how this works you just need to be driven by a purpose and that purpose can just be i want to learn you don't need to know your exact purpose you need to be curious about what your purpose might look like and you need to start exploring those purposes right now because if you explore them now by the time the recession hits, you're already going to have so much in your unconscious. You're going to have a new framework. It's not going to be so complicated because when you're trying to figure out anything in a panic, it's difficult. Yeah. So if you start now before this really crashes, because it's not going to be like a slow, it's going to come down. Yeah. The government is trying to do this reform bill right now that is going to make it even worse. And as soon as I heard it, I went, yes. Here we go. That means it's even more money and more <laughs> opportunity go. and more things for me and more availability and more growth. I know a lot of people out here, though, are talking about 
you know, while we're, we're they're thinking or in their heads, they're talking about, you know, like the people who live in paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. right? They're struggling. Uh, you know, how, you know, I ain't, ain't got but $54 in the bank type, mm-hmm. type, uh, environment that, that that's where, that's how I grew up. You know, that's how I lived. Um, but I want to, I want you to drastically look at your life and look at your spending and, and maybe even write down a budget and, and, and just spend two weeks literally typing in your phone notes, every dollar that you spend and where you spend it and what you spend it on. And I want you to look at that as a two-week note and, and, and really look at the money that you waste. You go into the gas station, and every time you buy gas and buy in $15 worth of, uh, uh, you know, Celsius. Monsters, uh, Red yeah, Bulls, Celsius, Mount, gummy bears. Uh, oh, I love them all. <laughs> oh, Fountain Mountain, you know, a 44-ounce pop, the mm-hmm. polar pop that you bought. You know, like, really look at that, and, and I promise you, you could save thousands. And thousands... May not seem like a lot, but you do that over a course of a over over the course of the next eight nine months, whatever it may be. Like you're going to have money to invest in something, right? There is a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. The point is, recession is going to hit. Inflation's already at an all time high. Mm-hmm. Recession is going to hit. Are you going to be prepared enough for it financially, mentally, which is huge, and and are you willing to do what it takes to to get there? You know, are you willing to downgrade your life in order to, 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 to make this savings happen? Well, here's the first thing they can do right now, because while you were talking about that, I was like, you know what you can do right now? What? Work harder. <laughs> Put in the overtime. Because there's going to be layoffs, and you know what they're going to do? They're going to go, they're going to look at the data, they're going to see who's working the hardest, who's producing the most, who's willing to do what it takes, and all the people that subpar to any of that, which is what normal people call work, are gone. Let me tell you this, too. Right now is the time to be thinking about that side gig. Mm-hmm. If you don't, I don't understand you people who struggle financially and don't have a couple of side gigs. I know a guy who over here mows my yard. Yep. I know he makes 100000 at least a year at his job. At least. Yep. At least at his job. And he mows on the weekends. Yep. And he, I don't know how many yards, maybe 10, 10 yards at $40 a piece, $45 a piece. What's that equal? That's like four or $500 every week that he gets extra. Yeah. And that's just mowing. Yeah. Like you could do so much more. You get $450 at 10 yards and that's nothing. Yeah. You know, at, at 10 yards and he might do more than that. You could go buy a zero turn in a recession for 1200 bucks from somebody that's like, I'm screwed. I'm just gonna let my grass die. Yeah. And then go mow lawns for two weeks, pay that thing off, and then it's nothing but profit from there. 100% free profit. And and that's just one side gig you can do on a weekend, you right? You can mow lawns. What about, Pressure washers what, uh, are cheap. You can do so many This is things. so important. I don't understand it. You work at your job eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. You sleep. <laughs> I hope you don't sleep eight hours, but you may. You got uh, All I'm saying better. is, what are you doing with that other eight hours? Mm-hmm. What are, it is eight hours, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I suck at math. I got a calculator. Okay, so you got another eight hours in your day. Do you go home, turn on Netflix, watch TV, yell at the wife, kick the cat? What do you do with the rest of your eight hours? Because if you're struggling financially (laughs) and you're wanting to prepare and you're listening to the show and you're like, oh my God, I can't make it because I got $54 in my bank account every week. What do I do? You get two side gigs. You get that eight hours a day, five days a week. You got a side gig in there. You got your weekend side gig, and you start saving every dollar for this recession that's going to happen because it will freaking happen. Yep. It will. 
So don't tell me you can't make it because I'm telling you, you can, you can save, you can make some money and you can be, you can walk out of this recession in two years going, oh my, and you could change your whole life. You can leave a legacy for your children based off this one recession. There are, I believe one of the economists said there are almost 10 times more millionaires made during a bear market than any other time. And the bear markets are shorter than the good times. Yeah. So when more millionaires are made during that tough time, that says a lot. Yeah, yeah. So a, think about that. That's, that's huge. That's and these huge. are people that literally, I know people that have gone from a thousand, true story, to a million dollars in a bear market just being smart. Just like that too. Bear markets only last a Two year. to four years depending Two on years. the recession. I yeah. think the worst recession we've ever had lasted like six <laughs> Chris with the facts off the dump. And dumb. he didn't even talk into his mic. Thanks, Chris. 1873 to 1879. Listen at him using his, his mic. Is that what Google said? Was voice. that our worst? Yeah, Google that one. Okay. It was his radio voice. Damn, I was that? actually right on point. Six Good years. job, Chris. Jeez, that's just... Everybody that, give it up for Chris going off the cob. floating somewhere in the dome. I don't even know where I remember that. But yeah, six years. Now, and you most people think, man, him. six years is a long time. Okay. Is it, though? <laughs> okay. I mean, is it? It's not. It's definitely not. It's not. You could change your whole life in six years. I'll tell you right now, I turned my life around in six years, and it went like this. Like, I still remember moving here, and it's coming up on six years. <laughs> and I've like- gone from 20000 a year yeah. to three times that, let's just say. Yeah. And, and, and really, when you think about the last six years, it, everything you did six years ago, I opened my first Truman house six years ago. Exactly. And it seems like yesterday. Right. It does. It seems like yesterday. So the more you dive into this and the more just, again, above all else, be mentally prepared for all of the things that are about to come and understand you are not going to die. Everything is just fine. You have too many people around you that are willing to fight for you right now. You don't think they will because they're also living it up. They don't care right now. But when the bad times happen, people come together when they really care about each other. We're going to find out the truth about people. And the kind people are going to become more kind. And those are the people that went out and helped people and the people that went out and donated and the people that went out and offered their time. And then there were people that ripped off the government. I'm going to take my PPP loan because I got a $16 million What's company. PPP, by the way? So that was the loan that you could get So if you needed money to... Oh, boy. Paycheck Protection Program. Yeah. <laughs> it was basically to make sure your employees... are you glad we gave yes, him a mic? definitely. Yes. Yes. Uh, it was to make sure your employees didn't have to get fired, right? And so these people could get upwards of three and four hundred thousand dollars and these big companies were taking it and people were thrashing them on social media that's and why some nobody's of them had to give it back. right now. Steak and shake, I love you, but you guys tried to rip us off. That's why nobody's working right now. Okay. They're still working off that money. Anyway, what he said, be prepared. That's number one. You gotta prepare. You need to start today. Look at your budget. Look at your, what you're doing with that eight hours. Look what you're doing on your weekends and stop messing around. This is going to happen. So start saving every dollar. And if you not don't have dollars to save, start making dollars. There's all kinds of side hustles out here, guys. You got you got the World Wide Web at your fingertip. You can make a side hustle. And if you're not doing it, when this recession hits, I'm going to be over there trying my best. I'm going to leave you all like this. As we, as we end this, I'm going to leave it like this. Just think about it in reverse. For every dollar that you're spending right now, imagine you're actually spending 10 because you can 10x your money. 10x, baby. So if you spend a dollar right now, it's actually 10. So if you just hold on to that dollar right now, 
you're going to get 10 back. There you go. So spend it like that, and it'll change the way you think about money right now. Absolutely. We love you guys. Thank you. <laughs> like and subscribe. And I don't know why you're your friends liking, and tell everybody liking. about us because Marty needs a media company that we're going to buy in this recession. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Later.